are listening to the award-winning, leading children's gardening educator, Lee Connolly, the Skinning Gardener and my daddy. As a parent, I know it can be challenging to resist the law of technology and the never-ending stream of notifications that come with it. But it's important to remember that our children crave our attention and presence more than any device ever could. One way to combat the distraction of technology is to set aside dedicated time each day to be fully present with your children. This could mean turning off the phone during meal times, taking a walk together without any devices, or just getting outside gardening, away from social media. Another helpful strategy is to limit your own screen time and model healthy digital habits for your children. By setting boundaries around your technology use, you'll not only be present with your children, but you'll also be teaching them the importance of balance and self-care. Remember, the moments we share with our children are fleeting, and it's up to us to make the most of them. By prioritising presence over technology, we can strengthen our relationships with our children and create lasting memories that will stay with us for years to come. So if you're with family or friends right now, turn off this podcast, put down the phone, and go and create some real memories. For everyone else, welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club. Go everyone, welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club, the only club where you don't need your membership card to get inside. Hello, how are you doing? Um, wow, what a, a a week since I last spoke to you. We've had Chelsea, haven't we? I have been uh, all I'm Mr. Worldwide. Um, welcome to the podcast, by the way. I should say uh, today we're going to be talking about Children's Garden because it is National Children's Garden Week. But first, let me tell you about myself. Uh, I've been all over the country. I've been to Glasgow. That's not a Glasgow accent uh, for Ideal Home Show. What an amazing... I love going to Glasgow for Ideal Home Show. The Glaswegian people. <laughs> the Scottish are lovely people. So kind. Honestly, not saying that people in London aren't kind, but... Scottish people, another level of kindness, which um, I didn't expect. But thank you. Thank you very much. I went to Glasgow for Ideal Home Show, which was amazing. Uh, then I've been at Wisley for the week, which has been so much fun. Doing the final biggest garden entertainment show. And then, everyone, uh, this weekend I'm in Bracknell. Oh, yes, the lexicon. I'm in Bracknell doing So Grow Sounds, the first So Grow Sounds of the year where we'll be doing uh, sewing, growing and playing some music too, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, so I've just squeezed in some time to get on the podcast, say hello, see how you're all doing and also talk amongst all of this that is going on right now, also talk very briefly about National Children's Garden Week. I feel like I really never really get to delve deep into National Children's Garden Week as half-term is such a busy time for just being a parent, but also as a skinny jean gardener. Um, it's been so, so busy. And I, feel, I haven't even... I Honestly, I feel so bad I've not even seen Olive for half-term because I've just been all over the place. But hey, such is. Can't moan. Um, talking of Olive, let's get her back. 
on the podcast. Why would you wear odd socks? Oh, olive, darling, do not olive. No, no, listen, no, it's very edgy. Hello, everyone. Just now on the Skinny Jim Carla website. How to get kids? Gardening. <laughs> and, and like, like, olive. It's time for everyone's favourite part of the show. It's olive. And I'm asking Olive a different gardening question every single week. And this week's question is, what are some tools you need for gardening? Um, what are they called? Uh, what is it? Um, that thing you can... Oh. You're doing the actions, but I, what is it? Oh, um, what is it called? It's something you can just... Look what I'm doing right now. <laughs> they can't. They can't see, but you can see. Yeah. What is it called? <laughs> oh, it's that thing that it doesn't. It's like it looks like a fork. It is called a fork. Oh. <laughs> so a garden fork. <laughs> yeah. A spade. Um. Garden tool, a drill, a drill. What are you drilling? Maybe something like you could be drilling um a a strawberry bed together. Okay, I'll give you that one. All right. <clears throat> um, watering can. That's yeah. one. Uh. <clears throat> Oh, uh, what are they called? You're doing a lot of actions. Oh, um, I'm just thinking. I can't think. What are your feelings on gloves? What do you think about gloves in gardens? That's a one. Not a gardening tool, but something. Well, it sort of is a tool because you're covering your hands. But what do you think about them? Because... I'm not a fan of gardening gloves. No, um, I used to have them. I don't think they're probably too small for me now, but um, I used to have them. But yeah, um, I don't really like it because you can sort of doing it with your hands is um better. I think. You feel the soil. You feel more gardeny. More gardeny. Yeah. I never thought about it in that way. Any other gardening tools you think people need? Mm. Oh, I know one. It might not be a tool. Okay. But one that's important. It's not a tool, though. Mm-hmm. Something you need. Go on. That guard- gardening needs. Go on. Soil! Not a tool. I know, I just said that. It's not... It's, it weren't going to be a tool, but you need it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Olive, thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Down at the bottom of the garden, among the birds and the bees. That's a good idea. A little lot of little people. They call the part into bees. There's creepy black eyed bees and dumb. Secret now, please. They're zippy, happy, and they're sweet.
Well, I am not going to actually leave the studio today. I, was, I usually am down at the bottom of the garden. But if I'm totally honest with you, this week has been crazy. I've not even been in the garden, which I've missed so, so much, honestly. Um, the, everything sort of tumbles. I remember talking in the winter about how slow things were and nothing was going on and how you should build your garden over the winter because when everything starts to grow it really does get out of control uh, one of the biggest problems i've got at the moment in my seedlings actually and i i think i need to get them outside they're not quite big enough some of them to get outside but the pro biggest problem i've got is i didn't water them and straight as soon as i get out of the studio i'm going to give them a really good drink and then i'm heading to bracknell so there you go but as it's children's gardening week this week i thought uh, while I'm in the studio here, I would give you, uh, and we're talking about down at the bottom garden, I will give you my top three ways to get children gardening. And some of you may have heard this before, but I'll keep it real brief. And this is what I talked about over in Scotland when I was also in Wisley as well. Um, first thing is grow your own. If you right now, this week, are thinking, or this weekend, thinking about doing some grow your own with the kids, head to your local garden centre, go buy a tomato plant, go buy a pepper plant, maybe some salad uh, seeds, and then put them into a washing up bowl. If you've not seen my washing up bowl allotment before, then get hold of the book, obviously, at skinnyjingarner.co.uk forward slash shop. Loads of people got the book this week. Thank you so much. Um, go grab yourself a book. But uh, a washing up bowl allotment, very easy to make. Very easy to get started with the kids, uh, but go and buy those plants. Don't be worried. Don't think, oh, well, I've not been able to sow those seeds. Go buy some plants. I all always, and in fact, uh, more and more now, I'm pushing for people to don't worry about sowing seeds. Just go and buy the plant to start off with, and uh, and that is a real big change in my, my opinion. Uh, then wildlife. That is the second thing to get children out into the garden. Attract hedgehogs birds, frogs, you'd be amazed how excited children get from just getting outside and having those different aspects in the garden. And also it makes your garden more interesting as well. And talking about interesting, number three is fun. Fun is got to be in the garden to attract children out there. Just like wildlife, if we don't have those wildlife homes, those wildlife places to feed, then you're not going to attract wildlife in the garden. With children, it's the same sort of thing. If you don't have those fun items, like we've got a mud kitchen, we've got uh, a sound tube, we have a trampoline. I'm not saying you've got to bury a trampoline in the ground to get kids outside. But we have those fun aspects outside that bring the kids out. To be honest with you, this is something that I've not said before, trampolines... I bought a trampoline for Olive about four, year, four, maybe five years ago. It is the best thing I have ever brought her. Every time I'm out in the garden, it's the first thing she goes to. It is, honestly, I can understand why so many people down our road have trampolines in their back garden. But as you know, I always say, bury them in the ground. That's where, uh, that's where you really want to do it. Makes it part of the garden design. So those are my top three ideas to get kids out into the garden. We will be back in the garden next week. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on?
that's green and black type of love, please. Keep it a secret now, please. This gives me an idea. There's it be happy and the sweet pea. And all the parting to peas. The parting to peas. Just a real quick one, School Guard Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Guard Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. Our extensive range of high quality gardening equipment and supplies including seeds, compost, planters and more will ensure that your garden is set up for success and will provide your students with the tools they need to take ownership of their learning and build a connection with the natural world. At School Gun Success, we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system, which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardening needs. From online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support, we're here to help you every step of the way. So whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out, visit schoolgardensuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom. Now... Back to the podcast. Oh, do you know what? It's so strange talking about children's gardening when I've actually not spent the whole half term gardening with my own child. It's, 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 um, it doesn't feel right, you know. I don't like that at all. But, um, but we will get time. Actually, we've got an inset day on Monday, which is quite nice. It means me and I can get out in the garden and do some bits as well, right? But I'll tell you one thing this has proven to me, and this is a great tip if you're gardening with kids is spend the winter building items. If you've got like a project you want to build, you think, oh, I'll do that in the summer. Don't do it in the summer, all right? Don't build anything in the summer. Build it in the winter. Might be a bit cold outside, but I promise you, if you're going to be growing your own food or um, your own plants, then it's going to take up a lot of time. In fact, I had a very interesting conversation. I was filming yesterday with my good friend, Aid Sellers, and we were we were discussing we were discussing this, and I said it's it's very easy for I don't I'm not an influencer, but 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 for people that you see um, in the media, let's say, I'll say media, um, for people in the media say yeah it's easy get outside grow your own yeah it's easy for kids yeah go on get outside grow your kid, own kids not grow your own kids only grow your own plants that's easy for us to say right this is my job this is what I do. Um, I don't think sometimes we think about that, you know, I've just explained to you this week, I've not been out in the garden all week because I've been working. I've been out and about. And you'd think, as someone that one does children's gardening, how oh, you'd be out all, all the time in half term, like you'd be outside in the garden. And because I do school garden success now as well, which has turned into a business um, and and so much more, right? I don't get as much time out in the garden as possible. So sometimes I feel like I am, um, what is it? I don't get, I don't have, how do I explain this? Some, here we go. Right, sometimes I feel like on social media, 
people are like, hey, yeah, see, go on, get outside in the garden. Without thinking, especially for children, without thinking, we're working eight, eight and a half hours a day, if we're lucky. Then we're coming in, we're getting the kids, we're picking up from school, we've got to juggle a few bits around, get them ready, uh, get do homework, get dinner done. Then we've got to somehow spend time with our, our partners, our wives, our husbands. Then we have got to perhaps spend some time with our family. Not perhaps, it's important, right? Go and see your mum, go and see your nan, go and see, I've, you know, I've seen my grandparents all the time. And at some point, then, you've got to fit in looking after plants and grow your own. And I, I think we sometimes forget about that. Uh, that's one of the things that this year I felt um, a little bit like that. And I had a conversation literally yesterday about this. Uh, but my biggest tip, if you're thinking about doing children's gardening, is and and maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're going, oh, actually, this is uh, this is good. Um, yeah, what what should I do this week? If it's your first time, if you're thinking about it and right now, you're thinking I'm going to garden with my kids this year. My answer is, don't, don't do it. That's a, that is a bit left field, isn't it? What? Don't do it. And I'll tell you for why. Planning. Putting the back structure of everything. The the putting the footings first of uh, of this gardening journey. Because without those footings, you're gonna fail. You might not, you might be amazing, right? But if you're doing jobs, family, kids, all of that sort of thing, you'll go out there, you'll plant something up. And it will die because there's just been no time. So spend this year planning, right? Planning what you're going to do. Then in the winter, when everything in the garden calms down, that's the time to build. Build an allotment. Build different areas in the garden that you want to build. Then we're looking, 2024, that's when you're going to start growing your food. That's when you're going to start growing your flowers, your plants. Because you won't have to build all these things amongst it. And take it from me. You want to enjoy the garden, right? Enjoy it with the kids. Don't forget that the main point, this is my TED talk, don't forget that the main point of being out there in the garden is creating memories with the kids. That is the biggest thing for me. So this National Children's Garden Week, I'm telling you, don't garden. (laughs) How about that? Right, I'm out of here, everyone. Hey, I'm off to Parliament again next week. I can't wait to tell you about it. Um, Find out next Friday how I get on. Um, And obviously, if you're in Bracknell, come and see me. Right, I'm out of here. Much love. See you later.
This is a Cinema Gamer Gardener Dachshund.